Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips Daily. Thanks for tuning in. And if you like the channel, please give me the like, share, and subscribe, and all that sort of stuff. A lot's been happening this week, so I want to share a quick screen with you now uh, to show you what's going on uh, here in the UK and, and, of course, around the world as well. And what this is is a story about what Britain should do this winter. And basically, the Deputy Prime Minister, Oliver Dowden, I've met Oliver, I, I know him, not, not intimately, but I know him uh, quite well. I remember him becoming a, a, an MP in 2015, and he's risen up the ranks very quickly. Uh, so he, he's obviously done very well in, in politics. He survived Cameron, Theresa May, Liz, and Rishi and Boris, he's, he's, he's always been there or thereabouts. So he's, he's, he's survived them all. But he's saying that Britain should stock up on torches, candles and and battery powered radios and wind up radios and that sort of thing to, to prepare for power cuts or cyber attacks this winter. And they, they, they're actually planning a resilience academy, which reminds me of these uh, preppers that you hear about in America that uh, and I've talked about this before, that they they stock up on food for, you know, maybe six months or a year in case there's a a complete disaster or a holocaust or something. And they have to they, some of them even have underground bunkers and you know places in the woods where they can hide and that sort of thing. Uh, and they keep gold and, and, and things that could be exchanged if, if money gets wiped out and that sort of thing. And we're almost going to get into this, you know. I mean, it could be a lot of people on, on YouTube is, oh, it's a, it's a conspiracy and that sort of thing. But it could be just that the government is preparing because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And when when government are not ready for these things that happen, they're always accused of not being ready for disasters or, you know, what happened in the last couple of years. There's an inquiry going on about that at the moment. Um, and, I, you know, so it could be that the government is just, uh, preparing for this and, and in fact uh he stood up in parliament and said uh, he stood up and made a press announcement about the the cyber attacks that are coming from russia china and i, I think iran and that sort of thing so um we, we we he's saying that we are under attack so so there you go uh, stock up on your candles uh you can if, if you, you can also get these uh gas powered cooking rings these camping sort of things as well if, if you are really worried about things but you know also uh, as as the world tries to move more into power that is not uh, generated from fossil fuels and wind power and that sort of thing solar power um i i think we might see uh, power cuts if if they do suddenly switch to that now landlords of course were told that you know there were, there were these measures coming in on uh, EPCs and you've got to get it with your boilers, your gas boilers by 2030. We're all going to have to install heat pumps. Of course, these things have been pushed back now. And I, I was having a gas safety check the other day and, and the gas engineer said they think there'll be boilers around for the next 20 years. Uh, 
uh, gas boilers because people can't afford these things. People can't afford to to get rid of their gas boilers and spend 20,000 installing a heat pump with, with all new radiators and a, and a big contraption outside their property. I mean, what if they live in a flat? What if they live in a small terrace house where they haven't got the, the space, etc.? And older properties are totally unsuitable for these, these things. So I think rightly that the prime minister here sort of has weighed back on that and said, well, let's, let's talk about 2035 instead of, you know, uh, uh, instead of pushing forward to, to 2030. So, so, so there you go. Uh, that, that's what's happening there. I think it's unrealistic to say that we will have uh, wind power in place in the next few years uh, totally because, you know, what, what happens when the wind doesn't blow? What happens when uh, it, it's, it's, it's not sunny? Uh, so we, we're going to need fossil fuel power for, I'd, I'd say, for the next 20 or 30 years. And even if you drive an electric car, where does the electricity come from? So, so that was a story about stocking up on, on candles, all very interesting. Um, another trend that's happening are these things called reverse uh, ATM machines. Um, and this is this is interesting because they're, they're popping up all around America in malls and that sort of thing. And what it is, it's, it's a way where you can get rid of your cash. Uh, I, I think of this, take this, whatever you, you, you like. But basically, you put your cash into the machine and it gives you a, a prepaid debit card. Why you, why you would need this, I don't know. Maybe because in a lot of stores now, they're, they're refusing to take cash. It's already happening in China. I was talking to a business person in China uh, when, when, I, when I was there a little while ago, and they, and they said it was very difficult for them to, to, to spend anything because places didn't want to take cash, even though they're legally obliged to. Um, and they, they wouldn't accept the, the foreign credit card, they, they said you have to go on an app and WeChat and that sort of thing. So it's very, very difficult for them. And had she not had friends there that could could exchange money for her, she, she would have been in, in trouble. Uh, so th these things are happening. They, they seem to want us to, to get rid of cash, even though in the UK, cash has been on slightly on the rise for the last couple of years, perhaps uh, because of uh, the cost of living crisis and people are trying to uh, budget themselves with cash because it's a lot easier in the old days when you just put your money in a jar you said that's for savings that's for food and rent and and you know you knew where you were when it's digits on a screen and there's people dipping into your account and taking money out of your account with debits it's quite difficult for people to to keep a track of things and that's why i run my webinars every wednesday where i teach you money management tips to keep a track on your money and get control of your money so, so do look out for that um I, there's some other updates I want to go through with you as well. Uh, th these are appearing. And, and this was um, oh, average two-year fixed rate mortgages falls below 6%. We talked a couple of weeks ago about uh, uh, five-year fixed falling below uh, 5%. Uh, but two-year deals are coming down as well. In the past, it used to be more expensive to have a two-year fixed rate than it was to have a five-year fixed rate. Uh, you know, the two, two year, sorry, the two years were cheaper than the five-year. Uh, now it's the, the opposite. The five years are cheaper, perhaps because the lenders are saying, well, well, we'll give them a more expensive two year because people are sort of gambling that after two years, rates will come down. But I, I don't think we're going to go back to, to these low rates that we had in the past. And um, one think tank said it's unlikely that there will be a drop in interest rates in, in the foreseeable future, maybe not even next year, even though uh, th there should be now because inflation has been coming down. And, and then there is this news that I talked about this before. Mobile firms 
face a three billion legal claim for overcharging. Now, I've talked about this before, that when you have a mobile phone contract, like you you, you order your phone through Vodafone, EE or, or whoever, um, you, you, you're effectively buying your phone on, on a loan through them. Uh, because, I mean, let's say the phone is uh, £2,000. Uh, let, let's keep the, the math simple then. Let's keep it at £1,200. Uh, you would be paying them back £100 per month for the phone, maybe plus interest, or maybe they bought it for 500 and they're selling it to you for 1200 Plus, you're going to be paying for your, your airtime contract as well. So maybe your your monthly contract could be £120 a month. Or if it was spread over sort of 18 months, it would go down. Um, or, or a two-year contract, it might be £60 a month. Anyway, what happens is that let's say you get to the end of that 12 or 18 month uh, deal and you, you've effectively paid for your phone out of that, that that money that you're paying them for your airtime, you've actually paid for your phone. But what mobile phone companies do, they don't tell you that, oh, by the way, you paid us back for your phone. They just let it run on and on. And I've, I've warned you about this before. And I, I had I had the same situation. I, I found that, well, hang on a second. I've been running now for a couple of months over that, that period. And I rang the company and said, oh, yes, yeah, well, we can put you on a, a SIM-only deal. Uh, so my, my bills went down from something like 90-something a month, uh, plus before extras and that sort of thing, down to, to sort of 30. Uh, because, you know, I paid for the phone, so all I was paying for was airtime. And if I only got this deal because I sort of rang and pressed the department, I'm thinking of changing my mobile phone suppliers. So this is the thing here now. Millions of UK consumers could receive payouts after a legal claim was launched against uh, these phone networks. And great and, and good on uh, whoever's launched this citizen advice alleges that Vodafone, EE, EE3 and o, O2 overcharged customers beyond the end of their contract and, and good on them. So if you've got a mobile phone with with those, with any of those, uh, then you might be in for a little windfall uh, in the next year or so. Uh, estimates that 28 million UK mobile phone contracts could be affected from 2007. Wow. I mean, that, that's that's a lot. Um, a claim, if a claim is successful, someone who had contracts with just one mobile phone operator could receive more than £1,800, he estimated. Now, of course, this doesn't apply if you buy your phone cash and you get your, your SIM deal, uh, but it does apply. And, and I've always done this. I've always got my phone through EE and um, I, I just find it easier. I've compared it to different ways of buying the phone. It was about the same as say going to Apple and and getting their deal and paying it cash and that's I just did the EE deal in in the end so to, to do look out for that and finally um, I'd just say that look out for my um, webinars next week I'll put a I'll put a link up to that I go into money mindset um, how how to create wealth how to to get control of your finances uh, straight away I'll give you some you know real practical tips on the night so it'll be Wednesday. Uh, at 8 p.m. I'm only going to do this for the, for this year now, and then I'm going to be changing the format from, from next year. So do look out for that. It's a free webinar, 8 p.m. Lasts about an hour. I'll give you real uh, practical tips on how to get control of your money and how to start building wealth. Because mindset is very important. What do you think about people with money? How do you feel about someone that, when you hear on the news that they've launched their company onto the market and they've made 50 million? Do you think, oh, yeah. or, or do you think, well done, that guy worked hard, he built a business? Uh, or that that woman built a business. Sorry, sorry, he said that 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 person, right? I'll be politically correct. Built that business, 
and sold it on the market. Good luck to them. They've made a lot of money. Um, and what do you think about these billionaires when you read about these billionaires? Um, do you think, well, you know, fat cat and that sort of thing? Or do you think, well, hang on a second. Uh, Jeff Bezos started this business very small. He got other people's money to back it. He spent 10 years uh, continuing to ask his backers to keep backing him uh, to, to make it profitable. And, and even in, when the dot-com crash came at 2000, the, the Amazon shares fell by 90%. What a buy that would have been. And, you know, he's built a, a, dom, a world-dominating business. Now, you could say, well, you know, uh, be, be jealous about him. But you could also say, well, hang on a second. He has created millionaires within his, his company. He's created millions for his investors. Uh, all the people who invested in Amazon uh, have, have collectively made a lot of money. But also the employees... And the people who who launch their their stores on, on on Amazon's platform, I'm sure many millionaires have been made who've who've launched their businesses on Amazon by selling their stuff on Amazon by having that advantage of being on the Amazon platform as opposed to just having their own website .co.uk and nobody comes to it. Amazon have got you know millions of visitors now. Okay, I know Amazon make a lot of money out of it as well, but I'm sure people have made a lot of money. There's eBay millionaires. There's there's Amazon millionaires. Um, you know, there's people who made a lot of money using PayPal, which was an Elon Musk early, early company. So th these billionaires who have world dominating businesses tend to uh, have businesses that uh, affect the lives of millions and millions of people and, and give benefits to millions and millions of people. Right. Um, you know, so if you have a business that only serves the few, you know, you're only going to make a little bit of money. But if you have a business that serves the many, uh, then you know, it stands the reason that you can make more money for yourself. So, so try and look at it in a, in a different way there. So look, that's all for now. Uh, have a have a great weekend ahead. And I'll say goodbye for now from a chilly, but fresh, sunny London winter's day. And I wish you good luck and, and good cheer wherever you are. We're coming into Christmas now. Uh, so uh, have, a, have a great time. And I'll speak to you again soon. This is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. Uh, see you on my, my webinar, hopefully, next week. Click on the link below. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 